welcome welcome to the free man's addendum mad world that is fma mad world again i'm your host why am i saying again um i'm your host victor's d void <clears throat> excuse me um today i have a few ideas i want to talk about but i also want to apologize for the inconsistent upload uh times i've been going through some crap i'm also training for a new position and yeah, I just like to say thank you to those who have decided to stay tuned and continue to listen on to my episodes, especially those who have listened to my past episodes recently. Shout out to you guys. <clears throat> Today, I have a uh, rehash of a conversation um, I had on Discord or um, on a Discord server that I used to run. Well, I still run, but it's kind of dead. I'm not going to lie. It died pretty quickly, um, but it is what it is. But uh, this conversation involves why I no longer care about politics. Yes, I know what the left is doing right now is a problem. Yes, absolutely. It is a problem. But do not be deceived. The left, you see, the left only controls the media for now. That's because their political party is in power. In America, and in most Western nations, the people consistently shift from right to left every 10 years or so. The left's goal is, again, to establish a communist utopia, while the right's goal is to create a corporatocracy where the rich elites at the top control everyone else. So basically, they're in the exact same, or at least their goal is the exact same thing come the end or the completion of their agenda. Watch. As things go on, social media platforms will go from far left to far right, and the right will be the problem once again. And of course, they'll go back to waging wars for oil and corporate bank power while using fake nationalism as a cover. I no longer play the right versus the left game. It's just a waste of my time now. I just follow the word of God and reject nonsense, and I call it out. Notice how both the far right and the far left use the same arguments to justify their beliefs. They both use identity politics that require individuals to separate themselves with extreme tribalistic standards and paint one side as bad and the other as good. Don't get it twisted. There are definitely bad guys and good guys. The groomers and commies on the left are 100% evil and should always be fought against. However, we also need to fight against the genocidal maniacs, the Nazi pagan pedophiles of the far right. They too are evil and should always be fought against. You want to know what all those communists and so-called Chad nationalists have in common? They both regularly get exposed for pedophilia, homosexuality, or just being furries. They are degenerates with the same objective but different methods. We, of course, should value tradition and both cultural unity at the same time. We don't need to be friends that hold hands, and we don't need to race mix either. However, mindless slaughter based on nothing but philosophical doctrines makes you the bad guy. That is the point, but people can't seem to grasp this concept. You see, it's all part of the allure of Babylon. 
you know, that nation state that the Bible refers to as both a physical and metaphorical presence. What made Babylon so infamous was that the Babylonian society was addictive, seductive even. You can also include Rome into it. One of the best tactics both Rome and Babylon used for conquering was simply offering their rivals access to the luxuries they could provide. They recruit, educate, or brainwash, and their enemies would eventually submit. That is the tactic of the Babylonian nightmare that was predicted to rise and control the world throughout the ages. Hence why politics means so little to me. We are not at war with political deviants, but rather evil. But at this point, I've really started to think, is there really a reason to keep going? You know, is there, is there a point to this fight? Um, I don't know. I've come to the conclusion that well, I do know, and that conclusion is that there is no point. I've come to realize the unfortunate truth that no one wants to solve the problem. We all would rather spend our days arguing over who's to blame, who started things, and whose contributions to the problem as a whole has been more destructive to the American system or human civilization as a whole. Let me make this clear. There is 100% a group of people we need to blame. But this group does transcend cultural, ethnic, political, and social barriers. Well, <laughs> for the most part. However, who you think is the problem is in fact not the problem. And you obsessing over the problem makes you just as much, if not more, of a problem than you believe they are. This is the rising of the culture war, and it's retarded. I've come to understand the root of this retardation, and it's made me bitter over the years. Sure. There are differences in culture and how each and every one of us are brought up, but we've seen millions and billions of examples that prove that cultural limitations can be broken when individuals actually approach the challenge with honest intentions and loving hearts. Even then, I'm not here to preach some kumbaya doctrine. I do not think we can all just hold hands and dance together in a circle to solve our problems. Terrible things have transpired throughout history and modern times, giving justifiable reasons for individuals to hate one another. I'm not going to tell the 55-year-old black woman who watched her dad get lynched by officers and white people to put aside her emotions and not hate the white race, and neither do I have any intention of telling white people watching so-called black civil rights leaders of our modern era push for policies that are less anti-discriminatory and more anti-white. I don't want to tell them that racism is bad either. And also, I definitely do not care enough to tell Asians not to hate one another since I can't really tell them apart, you know, <laughs> enough to know which ones are more hated than others. But I do know Japanese are pretty high on the hate chart for at least by other Asians. And the last thing on my mind is to go down to South America where Latin American gangs wreak havoc on their people for drug territory and try to tell them that we are all one big family. No, I don't want any of that crap. However... I do find people who play the culture war to be beyond gay, yet I do find myself growing more and more resentful day by day as more fools like yourself fall for the great deception. Right now, today, I ask you, all of humanity, allow me to ask you this, for what reason do you wish to harm your fellow man instead of the enemies that have pitted you against one another? Hmm? Can you provide me an answer? No matter where I look, <laughs> I can't stop seeing conflict propaganda being pushed by the very people who claim to be victims of their own conspiracy. 
The woke whites and black nationalists will cry racism, yet racially profile all white people as Nazis, while the white nationalists cry discrimination, yet perpetuate the stereotype by, I don't know, actually being racist. How do both of these sides justify their behavior? Well, for the far left, they just redefine discrimination as a power struggle, so technically, a black person from the hood wouldn't be racist if he called a white boy a cracker because he does not have the same kind of power as a white CEO who is racist. But that just sounds like you're trying to get away with your own bigotry and paint yourself as the victim. And the white nationalists justify their behavior by blaming their racism on woke people. They'll say something really dumb like, I'm only racist because black people on Twitter made me racist. Okay, bud, you're full of crap. If someone saying something stupid on Twitter is enough to make you racist, then you were more than likely already racist to begin with. The stupid stuff said on Twitter was just the fuel you needed to become bolder with your racism. Either that or you are a weak-willed smooth brain who can easily be deceived by the forces of darkness. Now, I do have a point I want to make. To do this, I need to talk about a song from a band I kinda like called Civil War. The particular song I am referring to is called A Tale That Should Never Be Told. The theme of this song is basically to criticize religion and how it's used to enslave human beings. And I do agree with the sentiment because I do not like religious dogma. I love God and I am loyal to the word of God. But <laughs> modern religious dogma is an abomination in the eyes of the Lord. But I'm not here to discuss religion or even the whole of the song. What I really want to talk about is the opening verse of the song. The verse goes, I am a story on the grand illusion. I walk amongst the living dead. If you've read my book, Societal Evolution, Journey to the Dollhouse, check it out. You'd know that I separate the players of this corrupt and foul game we call civilization into three main categories. The living, the dead, and the undead. The phrase, the grand illusion that the song uses to refer to religion is how I see the cultural battleground. What we view as problems that were caused by those on the other side of our national borders were actually problems that are symptoms of a greater sickness, an illusion that is leading the human race to its own demise, a grand illusion that is living amongst the dead. For those of you who do not know who the dead are, I describe them in my book as the average folk who actively abide by the rules of the dollhouse because of their fear or genuine belief that the system is for the greater good. The dollhouse in this situation is the grand illusion, a set of rules, a way of thinking, a philosophical hierarchy that keeps the human race enslaved and submissive. The dollhouse keeps us submissive by distracting us from the core issues and the most common tactic is divide and conquer. The culture war is part of the grand illusion being used to destroy us and we are allowing it to do so. Racists, and when I say racist, I do not mean someone who is biased towards other races or cultures. We are all biased, and if you are not, you are a bit of a fool. Everyone should be a quote-unquote nationalist who values their cultural heritage more than others. However, it is possible to be a nationalist who does not go out of his way to make other people suffer and enslave them. No one does these things purely out of love for their own culture, but rather they do so because of their own bloodlust, insecurities, and fear of the unknown, and their inability to understand or comprehend the complexities of life, human origins, and the basic message of love thy neighbor. When I say the word racist, I mean someone who is actively praying and behaving in a particular manner that promotes the destruction of other people for simply not being part of their own identity group. 
Those people, whether they be Asians, blacks, whites, and Latinos, are the bane of my existence due to the fact they are incapable of understanding how their own dichotomy plays into the shared destruction psyop that is demonic in nature. Yet, I must admit, I myself have become much more culturally resentful as well. Not racist. No, I can never justify racism to myself, no matter how much racism I have experienced. What makes me resentful is that I've come to understand the reality that humanity is doomed to suffer the wrath of God, not because of the devil, but because of its own lust for power and domination. We are a vile bunch, and our thirst for blood is what makes God ashamed for giving us his image and likeness. We wage war against one another and defile his magnum opus, planet Earth, with the blood of man in the name of cultural domination. Yet we have the audacity to claim we do it on the behalf of God himself. Understand, I am not speaking against fighting off invaders. No, if your ethnicity is under attack from another for no other reason aside from politics, then do what you need to remove the hostile presence. However, mindless slaughter and fanatical cultural dogma is not something God approves of, and he regularly spoke out against such foolishness. Any one of you degenerates who want to debate me on this, feel free to comment below or send me your hate-filled hate emails or whatever, comment on my v videos, whatever. I already know where your arguments are coming from, and I know you cling to them because of your lack of understanding of the word of God. So let's tangle, bud. I'm ready to tussle. To those of you who do not care about reason, then fine. Go ahead. Kill one another. I don't care. I know who will be victorious in the end. You are the bloody men whom David was referring to when he cried out to God above, saying, Deliver me from my enemies, O God. Protect me from those who rise up against me. Deliver me from evildoers and save me from bloodthirsty men. See how they wait for me. Fierce men conspire against me for no offense or sin of mine. For those of you who still align yourself with the doctrine of the culture war, vi victus, vi victus, when it's time for Babylon to fall, you will burn down with it. That's all I got for you guys today. Thanks for tuning in. It's your man, Victus D. Void. Make sure you check out my book, Societal Evolution, Journey to the Dollhouse. Aside from that, stay loyal, stay tuned, stay focused, and of course, God bless.